Good morning, bro. Morning, bro. How you doing? I am well, and yourself? I'm okay. Uh, I, I understand it's really cold there. It is bitterly cold. Yeah. How much snow you got on the ground? Yeah, no snow. Okay. I, I, I win if that's that's a win, but I, I don't really feel like it is. So we should probably, yeah, we, we should, we should uh, you know, before I break into the Charlie Sheen winning thing, I, I think we probably ought to move on. Yeah. So, okay. so I, I have an opening question for you, bro. Uh, do, does a person have a gambling problem if they are betting on how many uh, questions are answered on a game show on TV? Possibly. Po- possibly. I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's something nice of you. Is, is that right? Check, check on your friends. Check, checking on, on my friends. Yes. So there you go. Uh, we, we will not tell everybody we were betting on. How well they did on the chase last night, right, John? Correct. Right. Okay. So we'll, we we will move on uh, beyond that silliness. I guess we should start with the Super Bowl, which uh, was big news and in various ways has been big news <laughs> the rest of the week. So, <laughs> so uh, entertaining. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's uh, the post has been more entertaining really than the game was, uh, John. Uh, I yeah, think I think true. we jinxed it. We thought it was going to be a good game, uh, John, and then the Bucks went out and made it not look so uh, entertaining, didn't they? They sure did. That was an impressive win. They shut down that offense the way they did. Right. The Chiefs Chiefs only end up with nine points. It's the first time uh, as a pro starting. I think Mahomes has not had at least one touchdown. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, not, not much anybody really foresaw that shutdown. It's funny. I saw uh, Stephen A. Smith say that you know he 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 thought the Bucks would get thirty points, but he never dreamed that they would uh, shut uh, shut shut the Chiefs down the way they did. And that's exactly what we said, wasn't it, John? Yeah. Right. Yeah, we. Uh, I would think a lot of people lost the money on the over there. Yeah. Well, yeah, they don't have all those big buildings because they lose money all the time, John. So, so yeah, it was, uh, yeah. So, and, and Tom Brady comes away with his fifth MVP trophy. Yep, seven rings, five MVPs. Yeah, and he, uh, he was throwing the Lombardi trophy around on Wednesday, uh, well, worse than he throws a football, but, uh, he had people catching it, so that's the good news. It's not in Tampa Bay, so uh, yeah, <laughs> that would have been an ugly thing. But uh, still, uh, so uh, I heard somebody say that before the game, there were thoughts that Mahomes might catch him. Uh, that if he want, if Mahomes, the Chiefs win the game, Mahomes only is behind him six to two, and he's won two in a row. After the game, Brady leads seven to one, and it's like, nah, he's not catching him. So it's uh, uh, kind of amazing. Brady, Brady's not done yet. Uh, I mean, he, he, he hasn't retired. So uh, he's coming back. He's planning on coming back. He's com- he's coming back. Uh, 
he, he seems to have broken his diet some on Wednesday, but uh, he's back on, which might be more interesting than the game. Like what, what he eats and won't eat uh, is... Uh, uh, yeah, I think the list is longer of what he doesn't eat than what, it is, what he does. Yeah, well... That he doesn't, he doesn't eat sugar or flour, which is pretty standard. But he won't eat uh, sweet peppers or uh, tomatoes. And uh, it was explained to me by uh, E.H. Uh, that they're both in the nightshade family. So people think there's something kind of, that there's a poisonous thing that they have on your system if you eat too many of them. So... There you are, John. That's uh, nightshade family. Nightshade family. Do you not know nightshade is a poison? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but right. I, I, you know, E H knows all this shit, and I just go along, John. Okay. I'll just nod my head. Yeah. Right well, now. well, you, you, will give you something to look up after we hang up, right, John? You're going to jump right on that. So, so yeah. So, TB, uh, he played a good game, in fairness to the man. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah. So, he played a good game. Had a great first half, three touchdown passes, 80% completion rate, uh, and they had the game really well in hand at halftime. So, uh, especially as uh, the way their defense played. Uh, so, um, yeah, good on him. Good on them, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how Mahomes and company handles this. A lot of teams come back from a loss and, and go back. A lot more do that than win and come back. So uh, I may, maybe this will be a motivator. But uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, they were missing their left tackle, which is kind of a big deal, um, obviously the way they pressured Mahomes quite frequently and often. Well, I so. I, th I thought he said throughout the game they were missing both starting tackles. Yeah, that's true. Were, right. one, was, one was due to injury, I think one was because of COVID, right? Uh, I, do, I don't know. I didn't hear. I, I did not watch the six and a half hours or seven hours of pregame, so can't can't claim to know. So, so John, what do you say in seven hours of pregame? Okay. You know, they do all their little special stories on each and every player, and yeah, you, you can. Know. And in that time, you can do each and every player. Yeah, I mean, you got, yeah, yeah you got, you got a lot of time. Yeah. All right. All right. Six plus some coaches. Okay. So, so after after asking you about uh, about gambling on the chase, John, here here's my next. I understand you did homework. I did. You and you've you got things you've got things written down. Do you have actual notes? So uh, I think one of the things we were we said we were going to talk about again for the however manyth week in a row was uh, quarterbacks uh, in the NFL, and I think uh, this week was inspired by the fact that uh, I saw Todd McShay on pitching his latest draft uh, mock draft. Uh, I guess it was Wednesday, and he had four quarterbacks going in the first four slots. He kind of yeah. had, he had him in an unusual order too, but I was like, "What? Four quarterbacks in the first four? What? You, you know?" And so I think this is um, 
what inspired us to come back to this topic, which, you know, has all kinds of permutations. I, I'm just going to start with one. I, 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 really, I really struggle with the Jets' decision to pick a quarterback if they do. Uh, I guess you have to if you don't think Darnold is working out after three seasons. But you used a number one pick to get him three seasons ago. Uh, yeah. You use another number one, the number two pick overall, uh, to make up for that mistake. That seems like good money after bad. Yeah. Um, and let me uh, let me just say, uh, Lawrence is a – everybody thinks Lawrence, who's going to go number one from Clemson, uh, is a sure bet at quarterback. Whoever they take at number two is not going to be as highly rated as Darnold was coming out of USC. So that's right. right. So I would think they would got a guy they could fix without spending the number two pick. I would agree with that. Um, and I don't think Darnold is that bad of a QB. He just needs some help around him. Uh, yeah, they've, they've had a really shitty team for, for years, especially on the offensive side. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if I can name one of his, their number one right receiver. Yeah. Okay. So so uh, you have not been taking Jets uh, wide outs in your uh, fantasy picks, huh? No. No, okay. So, yeah, so that's the, that's the, that's the thing that stands out for me about the whole first four picks. Uh, thing is really the Jets are going to give up on on Darnold and are they going to do that? I would think you have to trade him before you do that. Because because he becomes you know any any leverage you have disappears on him uh, once you pick somebody else, right? Yeah, I mean, in, in his notes it does say that you know they are they are listening to offers for Sam Darnold. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're aggressively pursuing a trade, quote unquote. Yeah. Well. Okay. So, so there you go. With your notes, uh, you're taking notes of his notes. And, and the other thing about McShay was uh, he had him taking uh, Wilson, Wilson, Wilson number two, which is very interesting. Uh, I, I think Fields falls to the number four quarterback. Uh, which is not yes. right in his draft, right? It's not the way Kuiper has it. But uh, no. so there, there's clearly some disagreement about at this point, and this is before the combines and everything about the order that the uh, next three quarterbacks after Lawrence are going to go. And I don't know. You know, he has the Panthers moving up, and and I guess. Hanging on to Teddy Bridgewater for a year is a bridge, no pun intended. Uh, and uh, uh, that's, I don't know. I, yeah, and they're taking Trey Lance out of North Dakota right. State. He's, he's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got him. Yeah, he's got him taking the guy out of North Dakota State instead of the fields, which, you know, I, I don't. We, we talked about it in this season. Ohio State quarterbacks uh, do not have a great track record in the NFL. So, uh, and, and, you know, there are kind of questions about fields and his accuracy. 
So uh, he's more of a legs guy than a arm guy. But anyway, so uh, here I've done most of the talking. What, what do you want to say about all this? Uh, having actually made notes and everything, John. disagree with the order of the keys. Um, I think a lot of attitudes are changing with the two and three guys maybe being not Justin Fields, but I, I don't think that all four of those guys are going to go in the first picks, even if there is a trade-up. Right. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I suspect... Uh, I don't know who, who it will be because I didn't pay attention to who the other players were. Uh, but uh, I, I suspect that somebody will want a defensive lineman, an edge rusher, or you know, a couple couple wide receivers out of Alabama look like God's gift. So, um, he doesn't even have Devontae Smith as the first wide receiver off the, off the board. He's yeah. got Jamar Chase going at six to the Eagles. Well. I think that's a size-based thing, which, yeah. you know, I... Smith isn't big. No, no, but he plays big. Yeah, well, he, he yeah, he's, he's got a Heisman Trophy to say he's pretty good, so uh, there you go. Well, this is this is just absolutely fascinating, John, that, uh, and Carson Wentz has not moved yet, knock on wood, Friday morning. But uh, the word on the street over the weekend was he was going to be gone here this week. Uh, but it seems maybe the Eagles didn't have a deal for him. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if he really moves what they get for him. And, of course, who, who he goes to. Uh, right. I, I, I think it was, it was the Bears and... God, I don't remember who the other team... The Colts, that's right. I think it was the Bears and the Colts seem to be the most likely landing spots uh, yeah, at this yes. point. So, uh, both playoff teams this year. So, um, changing quarterbacks, which clearly the Colts have to do, uh, is going to be a big deal, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't know if... What they're going to ask for Wentz is, I guess, what the, the big question is. And I don't know if they – I think maybe the Eagles think they have more leverage than they really do. Or well, maybe a lot of teams don't find the value in Wentz that maybe they think there is. I, I'm not sure. Well, and he's – The real he, question is, especially after the trade with, with golf and, and how that changes the what people are going to want. Right. But – um, the, the, if you're really using the golf trade as a, an analogy, uh, don't the Eagles have to give uh, three draft picks and wince to somebody for uh, Sam Darnold, say? Uh, but, you know. Well, I definitely think Matthew Stafford's a hell of a lot better than Sam Darnold, but it would have to be like that, let's say, the... But, my point. My point is the Texans for Watson. Then yes. But my point. My point is, uh, his, his, you know, he and Goff have been parallel all these years. They have similar contracts, similar track records on the field. Uh, yeah, except Wentz has been hurt a little bit more than Goff has. But 
Goff, it wasn't Goff for Stafford and three picks going the other way. It was Goff and three picks. Uh, right. Because as I as I read the stories, kind of like Wentz, Goff has a contract uh, that you got to get, you got to sweeten to get somebody to eat. So uh, I, it is going to be interesting to see. I don't think he's worth much with that contract. I, I don't think he's – I'd be surprised if have got a number one for him. For Wentz? Yeah. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're going to have to I – don't, I don't see how they're moving because um, they're still going to take, I think, I saw like at least 8 to $12 million in dead cap space if they even if they do moving next year. Hmm. Which yeah. I don't – that's all stuff I don't really understand very well, but – like I said, the, the, maybe the logical move, or I don't know if it's logical, but you know, if if Watson really is trying to get out of Houston, and if Houston's willing to actually trade him, then that would be a. I wouldn't compare. I mean, I would think the Eagles would have to give up Wentz and a lot for Watson, but that right. salaries, the money there the contracts are pretty equal. So I think that would be where that would fit. But I haven't really heard that right. rumor. Well, the problem is the guys up the I-95 um, who are talking about sh- shipping their quarterback someplace have a lot better draft uh, capital to work with. So Darnold uh, for, for Watson <laughs> – and uh, the Jets have two number ones this year, and I think they have two next year. So they have a lot more to work with. I would agree. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, well, you know, we've killed half the show talking about bullshit, John. So, but that's not really a big it's all sub- speculation at this point. I mean, yeah. you don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, so John, we were betting last night on the chase, and then we. I'm not sure we're as big of fans as that of that as we are of the hustle, John. So have you looked to see, John, or the hustler, have you looked to see what it takes to get on the hustler, John, so you can go on and uh, and, and be a contestant? No, not yet. Not yet. Because you were texting last night that you'd be a hell of a contestant on there, huh, John? I think I could be good, especially as the hustler. As a hustler, yeah. Uh, okay, so, John, I guess we should... Talk about you know clues here. What what will they say about about you, John? Um, butterflies in your in your uh, front room, and uh, I don't remember you getting recruited by the Secret Service. But you know, as, as she said last night, you're supposed to keep it secret. So yeah, yeah. She said she was recruited right out of high school. That's what she said. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, but, but I'm still waiting to hear what, what it is we're going to give for clues for for you, John. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it depends on what they base the questions off. Of. Yeah. Maybe they maybe they kind of determine them for you. That you're what? Maybe they determine determine the clues for you. Oh. Okay. There you go. So. Yeah, I, I I was going to try. I was going to be clever here at this spot and and, and uh, make a few up for you, John. But uh, I, I I I would probably amuse only myself by doing so. So I'm sure you would. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, 
yeah you don't have, i know you don't have butterflies and growing butterflies in the living room and uh, other than golf i don't know that you really have a hobby do you do you spend uh, do you spend two hundred dollars a week and carry out food john no which le- which led to a rather bizarre question in the show Uh, it turned, turned out that supposedly Chinese uh, food containers are supposed oh, to yeah. turn into plates. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, it's kind of hard to do with the food in them, right? Right. <laughs> you kind of have to dump it out. Yeah. You have to put it on a plate and then fold it the right way. And uh, yeah, I. So anyway, uh, there, there, let us just say we both love the hustler. Uh, but the trivia questions are not uh, really, uh, aren't really the chase level trivia questions, are they, John? No, they're not overly difficult. No. Um, matter of fact, I'm surprised that they argue over some of them that the way they do. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it was funny how they got to a Beatles question. Uh, but uh, there, there you go. Uh, so, yeah. so, so again, thumbs up on the hustler. Uh, we did you watch uh, uh, Weakest Link this week? It was a repeat again. That's right, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I was looking for it. So, all right, so that's where that's where we are on their game shows. Have you watched anything else? Did you did you uh, did you did you watch Resident Alien? Yes, I'm caught up on that. Is I that watch, I watched the what three year three episodes three 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 episodes dr harry has trouble all over the place uh, <laughs> and, and it's pretty clever yeah uh, and he he is in three episodes he is not smoothed out a whole lot has he john no the back and forth with him and the kid is killing me yeah is that right <laughs> yeah yeah well Yeah, well, in, in, in a whole series of uh, pranks, and 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 he has no comeback, so uh, it's right. uh, it's pretty right. So yeah, but but uh, Doctor Harry uh, still has not gotten where, you know, first episode he made a big deal about oh yeah I'm fitting in I'm doing great. It's like it's still it's like painful to watch sometimes how you know, poorly he fits in. Yes. It is painfully awkward sometimes. Yeah, it, it especially is. When he's, especially when he's in the doctor's office. And right. He, 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 <laughs> he needs a circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly, what? Say what? Yeah, let's just let's just do one of those just for the heck of it. You know, he doesn't need that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, life is. Uh, that show is pretty funny in places. So, uh, Resident Alien on Sci-Fi on Wednesday nights at ten, right, John? That's right. That's right. So, John, speaking of TV, Mandalorian made the news this week. I missed it. You missed it. Uh, Gina, what's her name? Got fired. Oh, the the trooper lady. Yeah. Uh, there, there were there were a whole series of uh, of texts uh, that I think uh, I, I think racist and anti-Semitic probably covers them. So uh, yes, yeah, she will not be in season three. So 
Speaking of um, celebrities that have some skeletons in their closet, are you familiar with the Army Hammer stuff at all? Uh, I am. I have uh, uh, just vaguely, yes. But he, talk about putting your career in a dumper. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is career suicide. Yeah, he. Uh, he's, he's he's done. Yeah. There's no way. He, Super creepy. For those that don't know, uh, he is uh, supposedly, or not supposedly, I guess confirmed that he has a uh, cannibalistic sexual fantasies. Is one way to put it. Whoa. Yeah, I, I hadn't I hadn't read that, but uh, he, oh, yeah. he was he was he I, well I thought he was sending pictures around. Well, the pictures off his private Instagram account somehow got out, and there's videos, and he like drinks blood, mm. sends out texts about wanting to cut off toes, stuff like that. Oh wow! Yeah, wow, that's. He's, that's even weirder than him wanting to take the guy's uh, for the baby's foreskin off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> real, real life source in fiction sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Good old Army. Well, it ex- might explain why Army looks so good. Okay. You know, pack, packed with the devil kind of thing, John. Yeah, I guess. A, a little, creepy. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. There's our Army Hammer update. Um, I'll have to make sure I get that in the headline because I'm sure everybody's going to want to skip right to that. Uh, yeah, it, not often we talk about cannibalism, John. It's, uh, I guess it's an under-discussed topic as opposed to NFL quarterbacks, right? Yeah, it's not, doesn't draw a lot of headlines, does it? No, not, not, not in the sports world. No, not, not quite as many. So, so the big big thing in college basketball, John, is the NCAA committee uh, is doing what they've done in the last handful of years. And uh, February weekend, they're coming out with their top 16 teams uh, as they would put them right now. So we kind of get a taste of the tournament, John. So um, what do you think, John? You got in your notes, you got a top 16 written down? I do. Do you? Is IU uh, in, on that list? No. No. No, they're not. No. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, why don't you start with what you think the ones are going to look like, John? Because I think the ones are pretty simple. The ones are easy. Um, Gonzaga, Baylor. I'm going to give you five ones, even though there's only four. Uh, Gonzaga, Baylor, Ohio State, Michigan, and Nova. Those four of those five teams will likely be the one. Well, I don't know. Having having cheated and gone with five for four slots, John, I don't know who the sixth would be that you think might sneak in there at this point. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. It's going to be. I would be surprised. A little surprised if Ohio State's one of them. I, I would have thought Michigan, Gonzaga, Villanova, and Baylor. Uh, would would be would, would be the way they would go, but uh, that's Jerry Palms ones. Is that right? Uh, Lamarty has Ohio State in and Nevada, and Nevada, um, Nova out. Well, let me of the, of the one. Let me let me just point out what lots of people point out about poor Joe Lenardi. His track record is terrible. 
in in uh, accuracy uh, picking what the, the the committee actually does. So yeah, it may be fun and, and convenient to find his bracket, but he's not famously accurate. So there's uh, not a lot different between him and Jerry. No. Yeah. Well, I you know is is I think you know, or I'm going to remind you. I follow a guy who goes by Bracketville on Twitter who has two of the last like five years, uh, you know, gotten the award for closest to what the committee did with his final bracket. So uh, I have, he does one on Friday. I have not looked at it yet to, to see exactly what he has. So let's go the, uh, you want to just list uh, the rest of your, the, the other 11 you have? Start with big. You want to go by conference? You just want to read them all. I'll just read them all. Okay. So I've got Zags, Baylor, Ohio State, Michigan, Villanova, Missouri, Alabama, Illinois, Houston, Texas, Virginia, Texas Tech. Oklahoma, West Virginia, USC, and Iowa. And Iowa is trending down. Uh, yeah, I have Iowa on a question mark. Yeah, that's 11. Okay, of the 11 you named, I don't have that one, I don't have that one, I don't have that one, I don't have that one. I have a question mark next to USC and a question mark next to Iowa. So, yeah. Uh, Missouri? I guess Missouri was 10th in the country until they got beat by 21 Wednesday night. Yes. Missouri's downfall is they are not very high in the BPI. Right. But they're really, they're really high in the RPI. Okay. And what's the difference between the two? Okay. Um, what is their net ranking, Mr. Homer? I don't have that. Well, the net, the net, of course, is what the the NCAA goes by. But uh, okay. So, um, what? Who do I have? You don't have in. Uh, I guess I have Tennessee instead of Missouri. I do have Virginia. I thought I didn't, but I do have Virginia. I, um, I, I've Alabama. I, I guess Alabama. Uh, well, they went to Oklahoma and got beat uh, two weeks ago, but they uh, they have a pretty good record uh, overall. So uh, I think four losses. Well, no, they lost a game since five. then. I think five losses. Yeah, yeah. sixteen and five. Yeah. Well, they're um, tenth on your net, on your net, Bailey. Okay. Which is the uh, algorithm that the uh, uh, committee supposedly? Th this is the committee has developed this algorithm, so uh, they are tenth. Uh, you said Iowa is iffy or trending down. You know they're seventh on the net, so uh, that's. Uh, 
puts them pretty safely in the top 16. Um, hmm. Well, let me let me see. I I I'm, I I have. Gator did not have West Virginia. Uh, I have West Virginia. Yeah. What about Oklahoma? Do you I, have them? I have OU. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I, I came up with a net that's dated January the 4th, so that's not very helpful, is it? Probably not, no. I've yeah. got one that's right in front of me. I've got one that's... on February 11th. And... I got today's. Really? Is there a today's? Okay. It is on CDS. What am I on? I'm on the NCAA. So it has Alabama 10. It does not have Missouri. You said Missouri's 34th. Missouri's 34th. Okay. So. Uh, We've only got four losses. Yeah, well, what have they done in terms of, let's see, four losses. They're 34th. They have, they're five and three in quad ones, which is really good. So uh, a winning record of quad ones, which is kind of puts them ahead of a lot of people who have a better net ranking. As I'm looking up the column, you have to go all the way to Tennessee at 11, who's four and three in quad ones, to find a team with a winning record and ahead of them with uh, in quad one win games. So, and they they played eight of them, which is quite a few. The Big Ten. Big Ten, of course, you know, Purdue's played 10 quad one games. So as Rutgers, Wisconsin has only played seven. So I guess, uh, you know, a lot of chat. Michigan has only played four. And they're the number three team. That I, That's a real question of all this, John. What do you do with teams like Michigan and... Uh, I, I, okay, I, they're not really in the top 16, but I watched a little bit of their game last night. Oregon has to make up five games yet. What do you do when you have such a disparity? Uh, like Michigan's only played four quad one games, and their teams, Ohio State's played 11, for instance. What do you, you know, how do you, you know, how do you judge teams and rank teams with that wide disparity? Well, and, and looking at it, Villanova is 13-2. and two. They've only played four quad one games. They're 2-2. Two and two. So, um, again, let me look at They've played 15 games. Gonzaga's played 19. Houston's played 18. Ohio State's played 20. So it seems like they're at least three games behind, maybe four. So, you know... And I was just thinking about this to tell you that indicate what I think about and how sad it is. But, you know, if you're Oregon and you've got to play uh, who they have to play and make up five games, so you're going to play every other day for a couple of weeks, right, John? And make them up. Right, to make them up. you got to that, – that's a killer schedule. It doesn't matter who you're playing. Playing every other day and traveling – in between some of the time, uh, 
You better be deep to do that, right? And likely that's all going to be right before the conference tournament. Yes. Right. Right. If they if they catch up, well, I. So far, I think everybody is agreeing, thinking they're going to play. But uh, there are a lot of questions about conference tournaments with COVID and getting everybody together in the same city and so on and so forth. Uh, let alone what happens to the brackets for conference tournaments if some team has an. Are we calling it an infection? Uh, if they have an outbreak, okay, we'll, we'll go with outbreak. It sounds nicer, right? If they have an outbreak, what do you do? Uh, if your number two seed in your tournament suddenly says we can't play, we don't have enough players to play, or do they forfeit? Do they reseed? Uh, and what does that do to that team's chances come selection Sunday? Which for everybody who didn't know is, uh, uh, four weeks from Sunday. Yeah, it's not very far away. No, no. Seven, eight games maybe if you're real, on a real schedule, right? Yeah. And then uh, there you go. So uh, this should be interesting just to see what the, the committee does. Uh, I was breaking it down by conference. I don't know if I can figure out what you did. You know, I keep saying, you know, I was promised there was no math, right, John? But uh, I think we both have four Big Ten teams in. Five. We have both have five uh, Big Twelve teams in, right? You've got Missouri, Alabama. So you've got two SEC teams. I only have one. Uh, one ACC team, right? Oh, yes. you, yeah, you have UVA. Okay. You have one pack. I got, one. I got Virginia Tech in mine also. No, you don't. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I did not put Tech in. No, I, I've got yours written down. You did not say Tech in, in your... Uh, and then one Pac-12 team. And only one Big East team. So that's seems like the uh, best teams are in the Big Ten and the Big Twelve, very heavily. Yes. Nine of the sixteen. Uh, yeah. So it's it's uh, really top heavy uh, in, in terms of those leagues, and I wonder if that's going to hold up. Uh, you snuck UVA in. Uh, I don't know who the next team out of the, well, this is easy. Florida State in the net is their next team. Uh, Florida State is 22 right now, 2-2 two and two in quad one. See, they, there's just not enough quad ones in the ACC to get you to impress you much, right? Usually they have teams with, like the Big Ten, 10 quad ones in there six and four or something and you're like oh that's pretty good yeah so yeah i I usually play nine of them and they're two and seven right yeah Yeah. Yeah, uh kansas by the way is uh four and seven so they played 11. the thing about the big 10 and the big big 12 and this obviously move is a moving target they're going to play a lot of quad one games so Lots of opportunities for, you know, making a statement and, and moving up. Oh, okay. 
So, so John, what, what's what's the current state of Indiana in IU basketball? You, you feel safely in today? No. No. Of course, John, John's one of those fans, you know, everybody who's listened for years, who's bad his team or, or sad his team, no matter how good they are. Oh, they're, okay, so, so John. I mean, I just expect more out of them, I guess, that's all. Yeah. Well, I, I, I heard. I think it's too much to ask to make, you know, above 60% in free throw percentage. I'm just saying. I don't think that's <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. It should be get, a real big ask. Uh, almost lost on the road at Northwestern, which would have meant two Northwestern losses, which is not a good thing, right, John? Yeah. But, but you did win, so it's. Uh, where did you go? I, I, I was looking at your line a second ago, and I've scrolled around so much and didn't know what I was doing. What, what's your ranking on the net? Oh, there you are, 45th. 45th on the net. Right. Which is very bubblicious, right? Very bubblicious. Okay, so John, uh, I, I better look to see how much time we've killed. I'm going to ask you this question 41 minutes in. I, uh, I, you, Purdue lost last night to Minnesota at Minnesota, and I just scrolled across. Minnesota is 49th on the net. Uh, they are. They are third. What's that? Updated. They're 52 on the net as of today. Oh, okay. According to CBS Sports. Okay. Uh, which is not the official net, but anyway. Twenty fourth. What do you have Purdue at? I have Purdue uh, very high. Purdue's twenty fourth. But anyway, my my point. Minnesota's thirteen and seven, right, John? They're four and six in quad one games. That sounds pretty good until you look at their their thirteen and one at home. Every game they've won is at home. They have not won a road or neutral court game. How much do you think that affects, how much do you think the committee will look at that? Well, I don't know. They're going to be playing potentially at home in the tournament. Minnesota? Oh, you're talking about, I thought you were talking about Purdue. No, uh, Minnesota, yeah. Yeah. That's not a good look, I guess. And, and at 49, there are four slots on my screen, anyway. There are four slots behind IU, who you're worried about not making the tournament. So, bottom line is, you think Minnesota needs to win road games, uh, good road games, uh, to make the tournament. Minnesota has a really good strength of schedule, though. I mean, they're 18th on the strength of schedule, whereas IU is 60th. Ah. Yeah, I wonder why that is. Yeah, play a lot of the similar teams. Yeah, well, they play the same conference record, and they did. They have not played that many non-conference games. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, you'd have to look at Minnesota's schedule to know. So that's uh, that's our Minnesota watch for, for all you Minnesota fans out there. Uh, but there are other teams like that that you kind of wonder about 
you know, the softness of their their record. I see UCLA is nine and zero at home, three and four on the road, two two and four in quad one games, and UCLA I think is still tied for the top of the Pac-12, uh, which of course isn't an automatic qualifier, but you would think they would get in the tournament. Correct. Number two team in the Pac-12, right? All right. Well. I, I think we probably bored people uh, plenty uh, on that at this point, John. But, yeah, uh, it's good thing we talked about this at the end of the pod. Uh, well, we might have done that on purpose, John. You might think be thinking, <laughs> yeah, right. But, but there you go. Uh, when's IU play again, John? Uh, Saturday, Ohio State. Oh, that's right. I saw it promoed. Yeah, they, they're talking like it's a game. And uh, Ohio State has been hotter than a firecracker, so. Good luck with at Ohio State. Oh, well that'd be a that'd be a better win than beating Iowa was, so yeah. <laughs> hey, hey beat the cat. Yeah, well the cat went out of the room. Uh I, I've locked her in, so I guess that means we ought to go, John. You better go. I better go. So uh have a good weekend, John. Uh try and warm up. I, I don't imagine you have a tea time for tomorrow, huh? No golf this weekend. No well, golf. Probably at least the next 10 days. Okay. Well, all right, John. I'll be talking to you. All right. Bye, bro. Bye, bro.